Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is another episode, and it's the top of page 304. The first word is the third form of the word Q-C-U-E. Transitive verb from 1922. Woo! One, to give a cue to, and the synonym is prompt. Number two, to insert into a continuous performance, as in cue in sound effects. Oh, speaking of, what uh, what is my sound effect going to be? I don't know. Should we just do, should we do, hmm, what should we do? Pligonk. Should that be the sound effect? Pligonk? I don't even know what that, what that means. Pligonk. Sure. Pligonk. Okay. Uh, next word. It is the fourth form of Q. Noun from circa 1749. 1A. A leather-tipped tapering rod for striking the cue ball, as in billiards and pool. 1B. A long-handled instrument with a concave head for shoving discs in shuffleboard. A very similar idea with that one and also the one that is used in billiards and pool. It's a very long stick to, to push stuff. Uh, number two is the number two definition for the word Q spelled C. No, 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 no. Q U E U E. Q U E U E. Q. It looks like it should be pronounced Q U Q E Q Q U E, but it's just Q. This is French. So yeah, it is from that French word Q U E U E, and that literally means tail. Like the tail of a dog, that's the tail we're talking about, which is interesting. I never knew that. I know when people line up to buy a ticket or something, they're queuing, which is like they're making a tail, like a long tail. And then I guess the thing that hits the cue ball or hits the uh, the shuffleboard, the, sh- the discs in shuffleboard, it's just a long thing that's kind of like a tail. I don't know. I think it's a bit of a stretch. And is that why they call the cue ball in billiards the cue ball because you're hitting it with the cue stick which is the tail stick it's the tail stick and the tail ball all right i think my sound effect was something like plickonk hey there's a fifth form of the word cue verb from circa 1784 transitive is first number one the synonym is Q, again, this is the fun, funny Q-U word. Number two, to strike with a Q. And intransitive, the number one is the same synonym, Q-U-E-U-E, which I want to say Q-E-U-E-U-E. Number two, to use a Q. So striking with a Q is transitive and using a Q is intransitive. Next is cue ball. Two words. Noun from 1881. The ball a player strikes with the cue in billiards and pool. And unless you have some real fancy uh, 
pool balls, it's usually it's uh, all white or sort of a cream color. That's how you know, because no other ball looks like that. There are solid balls that just have solid colors, but none of them are white. Next is Cuesta. C-U-E-S-T-A. Noun from 1818. A hill or ridge with a steep face on one side and a gentle slope on the other. Hmm. It's got a, so it's a cliff on one side and then it just slopes down. Maybe we should find a picture. I can definitely imagine what this looks like. I think I was on a cuesta in Iceland. I feel like most of it was just a gradual walk up a hill, uh, but then there was a very steep cliff on the other side. It is Spanish from Latin costa, which means side or rib, and there's more at the word coast. Because as soon as you go off the cliff, you will be at the coast. Next is cuff. C-U-F-F. First form from... A uh, noun from 1522. One. Something as a part of a sleeve or glove encircling the wrist. Uh, yeah. I think it's kind of funny that you can have a cuff that's coming... It's the end of the thing that's coming down your arm, or it's the end of the thing coming down your hand. You can have two cuffs. If, you, if you're wearing a jacket and you're wearing gloves, you got two cuffs that are meeting. How, what would you do with them? Does, do, you, do they just butt up against each other? Do you put one over the other? If you do that, which one goes over the other? Which one is on top? Is it the jacket, the sleeve cuff, or is it the glove cuff? Which one's on top? I think it's usually, when I do it, I think it's usually the jacket cuff. Two, the turned back hem of a trouser leg. 3A, the synonym is handcuff, and this is usually used in plural. So you say, put on the cuffs. Four, no, 3B, a usually wide metal band worn as a bracelet. Four, an inflatable band that is wrapped around an extremity to control the flow of blood through the part when recording through the part when recording blood pressure with a sphygmomanometer. <laughs> That's not the word. Let's see, sphygmomanometer. Is that it? S P H Y G. M-O-M-A-N-O-M-E-T-E-R. Sphygmomanometer. Sphygmomanometer. Is that it? Yeah, when you get your uh, blood pressure checked, they put the cuff around your upper upper arm, your bicep area, and there's a thing called the sphygmomanometer? Is that it? All right. Cuffless is an adjective. Phrases. We have off the cuff and on the cuff. <laughs> off the cuff is without preparation, and the synonym is ad lib, as in speaking off the cuff. And that is literally what this podcast is. If you are not aware, I do essentially no preparation. I read these things and I talk off the cuff uh, because it's so much fun for everybody. On the cuff, 
It means on credit, as in transacting business on the cuff. On credit. So does that mean that you get things that you don't have to pay for right away? I think so. I just think it's funny that these two phrases have off and on. It's just the opposites. Off, on, off, on, off. Uh, oh, the etymology says this is from Middle English, cough or kuf, and it means mitten. Yeah, mittens have cuffs. That's kind of odd, though. It's it's not a mitten. If the cuff of your sleeve it just ends there, it doesn't, doesn't cover your hand. Blikonk. Second form of cuff. Transitive verb from 1693. One, to furnish with a cuff. Does that mean like putting cuffs on a thing? To furnish with a cuff. Number two, the synonym is handcuff. Third form of cuff, verb from 1530, starting with transitive. There's just one. To strike, especially with or as if with, as if with the palm of the hand. Uh, So it's just, it's a slap. It's kind of a slap. Oh, and then the synonym is either buffet or buffet. I have to assume it's buffet. And I don't remember what that definition said, but it must mean, you know, basically a slap. Hitting with the palm of the hand is a cuff, because your cuff is kind of there. But if we take it literally, what it meant in Old English, it would be a mitten. So you're hitting them with the mitten. Intransitive, the synonyms are fight and scuffle. Uh, it's perhaps from the obsolete English word, which means Glove. So yeah, glove, mitten, very similar. Fourth form of cuff, noun from 1570. A blow with the hand, especially when open. Yeah, this. so this is the noun form of the one that we just read, which was the verb form. Uh, so a blow with the hand, especially when open, synonym is slap. Slap-a-dip-a-doo. Bacong. Next is cuff link. Two words, noun from 1897. A usually ornamental device consisting of two parts joined by a shank, chain, or bar for passing through buttonholes to fasten shirt cuffs. And this is usually used in plural cufflinks. I think I have a couple... Um, This is not a thing that most people uh, get to wear or choose to wear very often. You got to be in a very certain situation. You don't have to be. You can wear them wherever you want, whenever and wherever. Uh, I think I got a nice pair when I was in somebody's wedding. Um, I would really like a pair that's like, I don't know, different and unique. Maybe Nightmare Before Christmas related. Maybe something else. You know, it's cool. Like, oh, look, look look at my cool cufflinks. Yeah, those are some cool cufflinks. You put the thing through the buttonhole and you twist it so it stays in place and it's very fancy. Next is quibono. Two words. First word is C-U-I. Second word, B-O-N-O. Quibono. Noun from 18... No, 1604. One, a principle 
that probable responsibility for an act or event lies with one having something to gain. And number two, usefulness or utility as a principle in estimating the value of an act or policy. This stuff is a little bit over my head. I believe this is mostly in the legal world. This is a Latin phrase. It sounds Italian, you know, Italian and Latin very closely related. So it's Latin and it means to whose advantage. So who is getting the advantage in this situation? So I think I can figure out number one maybe a little bit easier than number two. So number one says a principle that probable responsibility for an act or event lies with one having something to gain. Uh, ooh, okay, okay. So I think what this is saying is that when something illegal, bad, was done, it's um, more likely that it's going to have been done by the person who has something to gain. They want something. They need something. So more than likely, it was probably done by them it would be for their advantage to do this illegal bad act. So that would be a qui bono situation. Did I do that right? Maybe I did. Pugonk. Next is quiras or curas. C-U-I-R-A-S-S. Noun from the 15th century. One, a piece of armor covering the body from neck to waist, and then also the breastplate of such a piece. And uh, yeah, I mean, that they pretty much described it right there. But uh, let's see, if we can, can quickly go back to the word armor, can we do it? Can we do it? Because I know we had a whole picture about that. Uh, ooh, here we go. Let's see. Is it on here? It better better be. Helmet, gorget, shoulder piece, pallet, breastplate, breastard, elbow piece, skirt of tasses, tuile, gauntlet, quiz. It's not on here. But basically, neck to... Uh, what did it say? We got to find it again. Uh, neck to waist. That's the cuirass. Number two. Something as bony plates covering an animal resembling a cuirass. What animal would have these things? Would an armadillo have something called the cuirass? I might need to do a little investigation to see what animals got this. Cuirassed with an ed, that is an adjective. That animal is cuirassed. Cuirass. Okay, etymology. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. What I'm just skipping ahead a little bit. Um from the Latin coriaceus, which means leathern, with an N at the end, leathern. From, also from the Latin corium, which means skin or leather. I, I guess this, uh, um, this piece of armor probably was made out of leather. It is akin to the Old English hiortha, which means deerskin. Also from the Latin cortex, which means bark, 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 maybe bark of a tree. From the Greek, kirin, which means to cut. And there's more at the word shear. So cutting the skin to make leather, and then you put it on your body. 
Next is Queerasur or Curasur. C-U-I-R-A-S-S-I-E-R. Noun from 1625. A mounted soldier wearing a cuirass. It's a cuirassur. Bigonk. Next is cuisinaire. Oh, no, that's the first word. And then the second word is rod. Cuisinaire rod. The first word is spelled capital C-U-I-S-E-N-A-I-R-E. Noun from 1954. Any of a set of colored rods, usually of one centimeter cross-section and of ten lengths from one to ten centimeters that are used for teaching number concepts and the basic operations of arithmetic. Maybe we'll find a picture, but I think it's basically basically uh, just ten, sounds like just ten rods. The first one is one centimeter in length. The second one is two centimeters in length, and so on up to ten. So it helps with counting and adding and all that stuff. And uh, this is from Cuisinaire. Cuisinaire, which is a trademark. Bugonk. Next is cuisine or cuisine. Cuisine, cuisine. Noun from 1786. Manner of preparing food. Also, style of cooking. Also, again, the food prepared. The style of cooking, the food that is actually made is called the cuisine, or the way that you prepare the food is the cuisine. It's a French word, and it literally means kitchen. (laughs) That's what it means, kitchen. How you make this stuff in the kitchen, the way that the stuff is made in the kitchen, and the food that's made in the kitchen. Yeah. Blagonk. Last word for this episode is quiz. C-U-I-S-S-E. Quiz. You could also spell it, and there's a different pronunciation for this, C-U-I-S-H, which would be pronounced quish. Quiz and quish. Noun from the 15th century. A piece of plate armor for the front of the thigh. And then it says to see the armor illustration, which I did go look at, and I saw the word quiz. So I officially now know it is pronounced quiz or quish. Uh, yeah, covers the front of the thigh. That's a pretty good thing to uh, to protect. Uh, let's see. It is from Anglo-French, quizez, quizel, or quiz, which means thigh. So it just means thigh. Um, also from the Latin coxa, which means hip. So the hip, the thigh, that whole leg region, uh, it's just named after that. And there's more at the word coxa, C-O-X-A, which uh, must must mean something like hip. Boy, I've read so much. I don't remember. Let's see, coxa, the basal segment of a limb of various arthropods as an insect. So yeah, you know, it's probably where like the limb connects to the rest of it. All right. So today we had Q, 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 Q ball, Cuesta, Cuff, 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 Cuff Link, Quibono, 
cuirass, cuirasseur, cuisiner rod, cuisine, and quiz. I mean, I really like the cue and the cue ball because I like playing pool. Um, cufflinks are pretty great. Cuisine, I mean, that's food. We're going to see a lot of food words, though, in this book. Um, hmm. Cufflink or cue ball, which one should it be? Cue ball, cue ball, or cufflink? Well, I, I have much more of a connection to cue ball. My head is shaved like a cue ball. No, it's really not. My hair is shaggy. Let's go play some pool. Hit that cue ball so it knocks all the other balls into the holes. Oh, but this song is terrible. I'm sorry. It's been a very long day. I've been up since 4 a.m. And my head is hurting for some reason. I'm going to try and go see a doctor about it soon. Hey, that's what I'm dealing with. I've also been seeing a lot of movies. I don't remember where I last left off. We saw the David Lynch retrospective at the Music Box. We saw so many movies in like six days. Uh, it was so good. Um, met met people, networked with people. It was a great, great time. Uh, what else? Oh, boy. A couple of days ago, we saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Michelle Yao or Yo. I don't remember how to say your name. I'm sorry. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, the guy who played Data from the Goonies, I can't think of his name. Jenny Slate is in it. It's, 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 uh, you just gotta go see it. If you haven't already seen it, go find it. Go see it. Um, let's see. I think that's fine. That's probably fine. Just trying to, just trying to fill up time. Hey, we're gonna end this episode. Go play some pool with the cue ball and a cue stick. You need them both to play pool. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.